welcome to Hourglass Bride. I am so pleased and so excited for today's show and today's guest. When we created this show, it was really my goal and my intuition and my deepest desire to bring to you the pinnacle and the experts around the world that can really help you cross over those lines and have that happily ever left and that all your dreams really can come true. So bringing you the tools and the techniques and the ways to do that and to unfold that magic in front of you and before your life so you really can live that life that you know that you deserve. And I can't think of a better guest than today's guest. Today we are talking with Gabrielle Hartwell, and she is an intuitive relationship life coach, and she focuses on assisting others to be who they are to their fullest, to really to recognize anything inside of you that hinders the natural essence of your unique divine love and that unique divine love vibration so you can freely confess and express to the world your light. This naturally attracts the reflection of your divine beloved, and it's all in perfect timing. So I know when we talk about twin flame or the soulmate and the words that we throw around and is it possible and is it true and is there really a perfect partner out there just for me and I'm so excited to talk to her about all of that today. Gabriella is the author of the book You Find Your Soulmate When You Let Go of Searching. I love that title. I think I'm going to walk around my house and just say that you find your soulmate when you let go of searching. You find your soulmate when you let go of searching. And true and I know for myself we've followed my own love path and we certainly will talk about that today and I think this is such a perfect for all of us whether you're just stepping into a relationship and about to be married whether you're looking for the love of your life or whether you've been in a relationship and wondering is this the heart connection soul connection and the one for your lifetime Gabriella is currently writing her second book Twin Flame Revealed the path of union consciousness and she offers beloved sessions isn't that beautiful i think that would be such a great wedding gift to give somebody a beloved session she offers dream guidance readings intuitive readings and she also has an online course titled ignite the light of the beloved that really encourages people to be all that you can be to the fullest and so i am thrilled i am excited i am elated to talk to gabriella because she's so dedicated to helping us break through the illusions of love so we remember that divine love is in us all and we're comfortable to that expression of what love is and the ability to create that so um, my joy, my pleasure to welcome today Gabriella Hartwell. Gabriella, wow, welcome to the show. Thank you, Nicole, for having me. Just the way you were expressing everything was like I felt like I was being embraced <laughs> through your words. So thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, it's such a joy. And truly, when I created this show, this was my desire. You being here today was my desire. This is exactly what I want to be able to offer people because I think it's so important. I think that, you know, we grow up and as we're babies, as we're infants, the very first thing we do is we reach. You know, they have the little mobile above the baby's head and we reach and someone looks in and we reach and that instinct to reach out to somebody and to make that connection 
And so I, I just think it's so joyous, and it's such a gift what you do. And I think I told you when I first called you up and said, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I saw this, and I saw you and your work, and I'm so compelled. And I'm just thrilled that you're here today. And so I've got so much to talk to you about. But one of the things I wanted to ask you to start off with is one of the things I love to do is to ask people about when they were small, like when they were five and six and seven, and (laughs) girls want to be Miss America or a mom or a secretary. Did you know, did you have an instinct or a way of connecting people in love? You know, uh, that's a great question, and I'm, I'm glad you asked that because almost all the time when people talk to me about this, I say, even though they don't ask it like you just did perfectly, <laughs> um, is that I've always had this feeling since I was younger of this connection that I have with somebody that I knew that I was loving. Um, and I felt his vibration, I felt my vibration, and I felt our unified fusion of our vibrations together. And so I knew ever since I was younger there would be some day that I would meet this person and that I would know because I've always been loving him and being connected to him. So um, to answer your question, ever since I was younger it's always been in me and with me. Um, And throughout growing up people would gravitate towards me and they would just naturally share their experiences and oftentimes it would be about relationships. And So I would be naturally just um, allowing people to feel comfortable, you know, to share who they are, to share what they're going through, and to offer advice. So it did come naturally to me ever since I can remember. That's amazing. It really is. And when you talk about being an intuitive life coach and love coach and a relationship coach, it, it sounds so magical because it's a knowingness. It's an awareness, it's an aha, and an infinity outside the lines that's able to cross through one person's energy and aura into another and be able to see their energy and light together. And so what does that look like for you? What does that feel like for you? Well, I love that you say that, to cross lines, because I think that that's what love really does. You know, it's an invisible force that we bring into our tangible world. You know, and however we do that, each of us, I think, is individually um, in our own unique way, whether we have a partnership with someone or not, because that's a lot of what I share as well, is that this is not so much focused on an outside union, you know, with another, but it's the union within of, um, that's, well, actually my next book, The Path of Union Consciousness, that's really what union consciousness is. It's actually right in the word union, as you and I are one and you and I on a journey of experiencing our oneness. And so it's it's kind of like a, a lighting, a lighting of that and recognizing that who you all relationships are a reflection of who you are and bringing to you um, that reflection. And that means not just people, but everything you have a relationship with, you know. Um, and it brings you into the remembering and discovering as you uncover step by step who you are. And who you might want to be today is different than maybe who you were or who you want to be. Or, you know who you want to be tomorrow and who you were yesterday. So, um, but I, it does make you go beyond all of the I think limitations and attachments and perceptions and uh, boxes we can place love in. Um, so I like how you said that that it goes beyond those lines. It really brings you into um, new territory. Beautiful. What a magical gift. And so I guess the the big question is, is it? Re- I mean, do we have a soulmate? Do we have a partner? Is 
is there such a thing as the right person or that there's someone that's our reflection that's out there in the world looking for us as we're looking for them? Yes, I absolutely feel that. If you have that feeling and you have that call, like I did, you know, when I was younger, I know I'm going to meet someone someday. I think it's in your soul uh, agreement, your soul intention for this lifetime to encounter that person. Um, Not everybody chooses to have that experience, I feel, you know, in a lifetime. Um, And it doesn't mean that they don't have someone. It just means it's not their soul intention, you know. Um, But if if that's a feeling within you of of desiring to have that connection and it's it's not from the mind, it doesn't come from the mind, but it comes from the heart of a knowing and and just this, it's kind of like it flows through you, then I feel, yes, everybody does have that um, capability to have that experience in this lifetime if it is their intention. Um, you know, I like, uh, I love your, the title of your show as well. I, I found this beautiful quote that I think um, really represents what you're doing with the show, and I, I love it. I wanted to share it with you. Uh, it's from someone called Jules Renard, and the, the quote is, Love is like an hourglass with the heart filling up as the brain empties. And I love that because this is what love really is, right? I mean, we were talking about going beyond the lines, and it, it really brings you into taking a look at what do I feel love is and who am I? And not who I think I am, but who do I feel that I am, you know, and letting the brain empty, as the quote says, and the heart fill up of what the, the divine love truth of who you are is and bringing that out into the world. I feel our relationships are really all about that. And I love that you chose Hourglass because I saw, what I saw in the Hourglass is um, the three aspects of oneness, and this is what I'm going to talk more detail about in my next book, how one person is is whole and complete in their own oneness on their own. The other person is the same. And then when they come together, there's an extension of that oneness. So there's three aspects of their oneness. And they meet in the middle. It's just a constant dance of balance, right? Even when people come together, it's this constant dance of balance of all those three aspects of their oneness to be cultivated and maintained. And I love the hourglass because it shows the top, the bottom, and when they fuse together, the middle. (laughs) So to me, that's what it it represents. And I just think it's, it's a beautiful title for a show and um uh, thank you so much it's funny because for myself i was thinking our like oh you are like together you know that it's not just the yeah. of time it's our it's, it's the coupling of the energy and to right. me glass all is very fragile but glass is also very strong and glass yeah. heals you and glass so so the hourglass to me was not just the ticking down to the wedding date or the, the you know the sands of time through the years, but it had so much more. And so I love the meaning that you've brought to it. So thank you so much. So yeah, and I love how glass too is transparent. You know, so um, something I wrote that that's going to be in the next book too is your your the sacredness is in the nakedness. You know, and of really allowing yourself to be seen, and glass does that as well. <laughs> really is. And so how does this work as far as finding your twin flame or your soulmate? Do people call you and say, I have this deep yearning and desire to find my one? Or does somebody call you and say, I'm getting married or I'm in a relationship? I don't know if this is my life's journey. Where does somebody begin with you? Yeah, you know, a lot of my clients 
um, have already met someone that has awakened the love of who they are. Um, and the, tw- the twin flame connection is, is really the, the deepest reflection for you of who you are. It's the same soul frequency um, and vibration of, of who you are. Um, so, so it's the strongest, and you are completely and constantly being reflected back to yourself. And it, and it makes you love the light and the dark aspects of who you are and then reflecting it back to the other. Um, so I, I encounter a lot of people who have met this person and or are dreaming of this person and feeling this person, um, like, like my experience was. And um, it's it's an interesting experience because it, it really takes you away from the, the normal way we try to place relationships into a box, you know. Um, it is first and foremost about awakening and remembering who you are. And you, you and there's, a, there's an interweaving journey with that. Of um, A lot of times you meet and then you physically separate, you come back together, and there's this, um, like the infinity symbol, in and out experience, because you're constantly balancing and doing this dance of balance of your own oneness and, and the others doing the same while you're also fusing that together. So... Um, Oftentimes people call me really to get into the depths of what just happened to me <laughs> when I encountered this person. <laughs> and how do I love all the all the shadow parts of me and the other and not go into blame or um you know putting this into a box of relationships. So I kind of really break down as you mentioned at the beginning the illusions of what love is to get it the heart of what it really is and each person has a unique experience we all have some similarities but everyone is also unique in the di- in their dynamics i know my dad proposed to my mom on the first date and my mom just left and said yes and my mom always tells me she knew you know in that moment that and my dad says the same thing and they just celebrated last week their 51st wedding anniversary and they are the two most in love people I've ever seen. They just, just the way they look at each other. With somebody, you know, my dad walks in the room, my mom walks in the room, the other one lights up like they're puppies. They're like, they're so, <laughs> and so, but it's been difficult for me to grow up with that because then I always expect that, that yeah. I'm going to see somebody and all of a sudden the stars and the heavens will, all of a sudden I'll hear, you know, the, the symphony of all the planets. And I'll know, and that hasn't happened. (laughs) That doesn't mean that it won't. (laughs) Does that mean I should come work with you? (laughs) You know, I think that, well, as you said, the title of the first book, You Find Your Soulmate When You Let Go of Searching, I think this is really a process, you know, it. It's a process and everyone has their own journey with it, you know, because there is so much, I think, that, that we are to release. Um, you know, we can say attachment, but when we're really in the throes of um, the attachment, I think it includes expectations, you know, and um, how, how we uh, feel about things and how we see things. And the journey really asks us to be present, I think, in each moment, you know, and to allow each experience, each new connection, um, and put an intention, you know, out as to what we desire to experience. And divine timing is a huge part of it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would love to know more and love to talk to you about that and to learn. And I think that it's such a, a beautiful space and place 
to begin with. But you have a you have a high order, like you said, with your mom and your dad. You know, I mean, it's like you see that, and you're like, that's that's what I I see love to be like. You know, um, and so you're not uh, just going into I'm going to settle to be with someone. You know, you're you're looking to have that deeper connection with someone, and that's that's really beautiful. You know, because a lot of times I do work with people of bringing them out of the space of being in a relationship to be in a relationship rather than to really be yourself with someone, you know, and, and, and be in love rather than um, just just being in a love relationship, you know, being being the love that you are, each of you, and being in that love together. So and that's, that's beautiful. Oh, well, thank you. I'll let them know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell them happy anniversary. Thank you so much. And I love... Your website is called risingupthelatteroflove.com. And there's just as the same way you were talking about Hourglass Bride, there's such a beautiful idea and vibration and feeling even when you say rising up the ladder of love. And so tell me about that because it's really special. Yeah, yeah, it, it, you know, it kind of makes me think, too, of the Stairway to Heaven song, right, that's so popular. Yeah. Um, I really feel that there's no uh, top. There really isn't a top to get to. It's really limitless, rising up the ladder of love. And I actually like rising in love versus falling in love, you know, because what we do when, when we come into a relationship, of a divine relationship, we really want to raise each other up, you know. Um, and we really are... We're always rising in love, even when we think, um, even when a relationship transitions and shifts. You know, we're always constantly learning about love, and that that's raising our vibrations. Um, so I like rising up the ladder of love because every relationship brings us a reflection of who we are, and we we have opportunities to to love ourselves, um, love all of ourselves, the shadow parts, the um, the light filled pieces. Um, you know, and um, I love also the ladder as, as representative of the spaces in between the rungs. So each experience, you know, that we have, we're also having a process and learning and growing and receiving and giving. And so the spaces in between um, is like is like the, the journey, the journey along the way to the next step. <laughs> and that's just it's such a great title. It really is rising up the ladder of love. And when you think about rising up. You know, as you're saying, I always think about, like, a mother that measures her child along a wall or a door to <laughs> see how far that they've grown. Yes, yeah. And there's also something in the fact that love grows. And yes. so when I was looking at rising up the ladder of love, I was thinking about that, that as, you know, it's almost like when you go to Disneyland or you go to an amusement park, you have to be this tall to go on this ride. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and as you get taller, <laughs> you can go on a bigger, greater adventure. Yes, absolutely. I like that. <laughs> and you know, I noticed. I just noticed too, as you were talking, that the the spaces, you know, in between the rungs, you're you can see the rung you were just at, and the one that's coming that you're going to and it's like you're in that uh the balance spot of uh you know be, being able to or rather it's giving you the opportunity to um be in gratitude for the previous experience and be in anticipation and in, in gratitude for the next that will be coming um but but also it gives you that uh, invitation to be present in the moment as well great analogy That's fantastic. <laughs> when you talk about soulmates 
and twin flames, are they the same thing? That's a good question. You know, I think that uh, we use terminology to try to explain what we feel, and <laughs> I think that uh, and what we experience, and it doesn't always it doesn't always do the best. Um, but yet, within words, I feel we have a lot of uh, messages there in the words themselves, and I feel that they are just because of my own experience that they're they're not exactly the same thing. Um, the the soulmate is is one who is you have agreed to on a soul level to come in contact with um you've had many experiences incarnating together and you come in contact with each other to really trigger things to help you rise up the ladder of love you know um and so you're you're very deep soul family in that regard and you know it's like you, you know when you meet your soul family members too you know you just like i i don't know why but i have a feeling i know you you know, um, this can be females as well as males, so it doesn't have to be like a romantic relationship. Um, soulmates, it can be uh, any type of uh, relationship. And uh, a twin flame is your own soul signature and vibration is is the exact same. Um, so it's it's not exactly you know it's not in your soul family like a soulmate, but it is you in another uh, form. You know. Some people say, you know, they use the other half and I don't I don't particularly like to use that because you are really both whole on your own, but your soul is it just kind of like we talked about a little earlier, the three aspects of oneness. You are one together, but then you are also one on your own. You have three aspects of your oneness. So it's the same soul vibration and signature. Um you're so deeply interconnected that almost everyone that encounters their twin flame in a lifetime um, knows beforehand they just have this connection with the other piece of themselves you know the other um uh, symphony note i guess the note of your one symphony that's a good way to say it um yeah so it is it is different in that way hopefully i explained that good <laughs> no that was great because i mean as you're saying you can hear three notes and name that tune right yeah, so yep. we can hear a vibration and, and all of a sudden know what it is. There's just something inside of us that jumps and all of a sudden we're like, whatever that song is, we're able to shout it out or start to sing it or know it's about to happen as you're shooting. Right, right. And so is there a danger or what one would call a pitfall or a challenge in meeting you? Like, I mean, I'm a handful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I definitely am, you know, my own unique embodiment of a limited spirit and physical, you know, unlimitedness on this planet. And I always think in a state of emergency, if there was an earthquake, if there was a tsunami, if there was a flood, if there was whatever, the person I would want to be there would be me. Because I physically am so strong, I've got a meditation, you know, I know, I understand spirit and the ethereal worlds, and the person I would want there would be me. <laughs> and so if I were to meet another me, I mean, is there, does that freak people out like a shriek cat when you meet another you, or is it warm and fuzzy and like taking a bath where you like marinate in the lusciousness of it? Where does your soul go? Yeah, no, that's a great question and a great way to uh, phrase it. So thank you for bringing that through like that. <laughs> um, honestly, I think both of them. I think that 
it, it's it's the oneness, right? It's you as a as a complete soul as well as a human being, because we are having a human experience too. So we're on a journey of experiencing our oneness. So encountering, you know, um, the one that brings us clearly the reflection of our oneness and all aspects of it. Those three notes, but then the the many layers of those three notes, you know. Um, is is really intense. It's intense in beautiful ways, but it's also intense um in other ways too if you haven't loved all the aspects of your your what you consider your dark side or your shadow side into the light. You know, I mean it brings up everything for you to take a look at. It really brings you beyond your mind. That's why I love that quote by Jules Renard. It brings you really into your heart and into your soul. Um but the mind is a beautiful thing and it's meant to be in um in fusion with in, in union, you know, with your heart and your soul. But oftentimes we can separate them and we try to, you know, rationalize and conceptualize and understand through the mind of what's happening when, it, you know, when you meet this other person. And um, so it really makes you take a look at who you are and who you thought you were and really let go of who you thought you were to come into who you really are. And with that comes a lot of uh, emotions. There's a lot of sadness people experience because there's many um, incarnations that we've experienced being separated on a human level, you know, from um, this this other uh, note of ours, of our oneness, you know. And um, so there's a lot of sadness, and we ha- we have to let go of the beliefs and the thoughts and patterns that all of uh, all of that brings up. So it's a very layered process. It's it's uh, many people say it's bittersweet because of that because it really brings you into um the all of it, I guess. The all that is, right? Um in your own experience and and in who you are. Um but it it really what it does is if we go back to rising up the ladder of love, it's giving you an opportunity to let go of anything that's really not love. But we think it is. You know, it's like the illusion of what love is. Um so that we can really let all of those things go and really come into a deeper gratitude and a deeper understanding of what love is. So it's it's like, um, you know, you've probably had, just as a little example, um, maybe an argument or disagreement with someone, and then you might have been able to see, oh, you know, I'm really seeing myself here and something that, you know, can bring me into deeper love with who I am. And then if you allow that, you have this, this deep gratitude that comes and an understanding of who you are in a deeper sense. And it's like, wow, I'm so thankful to this other person to give me this of myself. And you can start even feeling this this love rise in you and for yourself and for this other person that's given you this love. And then you just want to extend that love to everyone else. And that's really what this is about. It's about allowing that process and, and um, letting it bring you into deeper love with you, your beloved, and being loved and being loved to everyone else. That's fantastic. And so do you ever have somebody that comes to you and so they've met their twin flame and then there's this great fear that maybe it's not true or maybe it's not real? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a common question, actually, that people say. Most people say to me, good, I'm glad I'm sharing with you so I feel I'm not crazy. Um, because this connection is so much beyond form, you know, it's beyond our bodies. Um, like we we have uh, many people have dreams, you know, with this with this person before before meeting and after meeting, and it's almost like you can hear, you can also feel their feelings, um, you can hear their thoughts, and so this usually goes beyond our, our normal perception. Well, actually, I don't even think there's any such thing as normal. That's why I usually put in quotes. <laughs> um, 
But, uh, yeah, it goes beyond our normal experience or, you know, thoughts and perceptions of what what love and relationship is. And um, oftentimes also people meet in interesting circumstances uh, where they're in relationship with a soulmate. And and so there's a lot of dynamics that, that, that shift as well. And it really brings us into looking at, at how, how love comes into our lives and how can we be love in all situations. Um, so it really brings us beyond the boxes of, of love. Um, did I answer your question? <laughs> I'm not sure yes, if I fully answered Perfectly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is such a specialized field, and as an intuitive reader and, and healer and guide and coach, how did you know that you had this gift of being able to connect people to the trim flame and their soulmates and their light? Honestly, through my own journey. Um I never even thought of this. I mean, I, I my whole life uh, changed when I when I uh, you know encountered in the human form my my twin flame. I uh, I was just uh, I guess what you consider having a normal life. Uh, I was um, I had gone to school. I was I had gotten my bachelor's in English. I loved writing and words ever since I was younger, um, and. I was going for my master's at the time in English, and I was working a full-time job and a part-time job. Um, I was a loan officer, <laughs> which was completely different than what I do now. And um, I lo- always loved interacting with people and connecting with people. Wait, I need to stop you for just a second. I thought <laughs> you said I was a loan officer like you were talking to a cop. <laughs> 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 and then my brain went, no, she was a loan officer, like that you did loans. But the first thing I saw was that you were alone. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that funny? The human language is so interesting. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were a loan oh, that's officer. Great. You didn't apologize. That was perfect. <laughs> I love it. I do those things, too, when I see, and I see words. They're great like that. <laughs> Well, I guess you could say that's kind of how it was, right? It was, it was in that type of environment. It was completely different. And, um, yeah, you know, I started to, um, my life started changing. Like there were shifts going on at work. And uh, I had start. I've always been connected to the angels ever since I was younger. I've always been attracted to angel pictures, figurines, things like that. I had angel cards and I had done readings for myself and, then I started doing them for other people, just for friends. And um, I started to, he- so I always felt presence around me, but I started to hear, almost like I'm talking to you right now, I started to hear them communicating with me. This started shifting for me at, at this time be- before this happened. And I got just very clear guidance. And um, and then I, you know, in- encountered him, and it was like, oh, my gosh, it was instant light bulb that the person that I've been feeling ever since I was younger is this person. And uh, my whole life changed from that point. It was like, what am I doing getting my master's for English? I'm not going to teach English. <laughs> so it was like I started seeing differently. My my vision changed. And and then my, my whole life changed. And, and what I felt I needed to do just completely shifted for me. And I think it's a it's a which I've been finding too with everyone I've been talking to and sharing with is that this is a step by step process. It's like when you encounter this person, it's like um your vision changes, your whole being starts changing, and how you see life 
starts changing, but it's not a like instant light bulb where you turn the light on and then you're just changed. It, it is a step-by-step process, and you constantly keep learning about um, how to bring who you are into the world, you know, what you're meant to do step-by-step. And even now, my work is, is shifting more, and this book is like going to be a, a completely different than the first one um, as I'm starting to write it here now. So it's... Um, it's a constant, I think, uh, like like the river, like the ocean. You know, you're you're in the ocean all the time. So you're never separated from love. You're always the love you are. But then you have waves and, and how you bring those waves to shore, whether it's like a, just a little one, a medium one, a big one, and then there's a smooth smoothness where you're calm. It's like it's con- you're constantly in movement and in and, and, and expression and creation. Um, so it's uh it it's quite it's quite a journey. But a beautiful one. <laughs> I was just just going to say that it was such a beautiful way to say it and to state it and to slate it. That imagine being in an ocean and bringing those waves to shore and the ripples and, you know, some of these large, it's just, you can feel that. You can see that and that ebb and that flow and that, that rise and the fall and, and the stillness and the tremors underneath and all the life that's happening. You know, right. Below. Right, and there's never a disconnection. All the waves, all the the ocean is always connected, even to the shore. <laughs> so I love this. Now you do parties. This is fun for me. So <laughs> <laughs> because I love parties, I love I. I grew up in this household with these two parents. I told you that we're just so very much in love. But my mom also celebrates. Everything. If she saw on a calendar, it was a Hawaiian holiday, a Tahitian holiday, it would, our house would be decorated. We would be celebrating that day. We'd be dancing around the floor for, you know, some Greek holiday. Whatever it is, we celebrated. And my mom's birthday is January 1st, and the first of every month she has month of birthdays or whatever. She celebrates, you know, her birthday every month. And so I grew up in celebration of life. Yeah, that's beautiful. So I saw that you do these love parties, intuitive reading parties, and people are always looking for a reason, an opportunity to get together. I mean, we always want to connect with our friends. We always want to spend more time with the people we care about and love or connect to. And I think that this is such a perfect way to be able to bring people together, to enjoy an evening, a day, an afternoon, you know, a beautiful weekend, you know, a day in the sunshine, whatever it is, and to have you come over and actually do a party that's an intuitive reading party. So tell me about that because I'm loving this idea. Yes, I um I just got this idea for this actually. You know, um I've been doing readings for a while now since uh actually on my website since uh, 2008. So, um I've been doing them for a while. But I just recently was getting, I guess we could say the intuitive hit. <laughs> you should do parties. And I was like, okay, fine. So, I'll, I'll add that, you know. Uh, so I just started this um this new ven- venue, you know, to uh bring me into creation here, <laughs> expression, and, and help people. And uh, I, I love the same thing. Like I was saying, I've always done that. I've always connected with people and um, brought people together. So it's, it's definitely part of my soul song. And um, so I 
I do it like a, at least three hours um, for a party, and um, each person gets uh, 20 minutes, so it's like a, that's about like I think three people an, an hour. And um, I, I also like to just kind of share together when we're all together too, um, in the same room, and just share you know our experiences and who we are, and just really bring people together you know in an intimate way, but a fun way as well. And um, like you said with the uh, glass too, you know, of really um, allowing the transparency you know um i think sometimes when we get together with people we can still have walls and i I feel that um what i intend to do with these parties is to really uh and even like after someone has a reading it's almost like they their wall comes down (laughs) you know because they 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 just now feel like they're understood on other levels you know um and and they don't need to have any armor up or any masks on and, and i like that i like how readings do that for people and it's just it's just like there's an openness that wasn't there before or or, an, or a deeper layer of openness and uh so i i'm excited about them i i love i love bringing people together and connecting with people and like you said it's a great way to really bring family friends together and and share in a in a different way I think it's tremendous. I'm so excited, and, you know, I'm going to absolutely have you come to a party for me, and I want to set you out for it and to many other I, I think it's great for, like, um, all types of events, and I think I think you were mentioning about weddings, too, you know, and I think that's such a great thing because we always have, with the tradition, I think uh, sending the flower and the next person picking up the flower is the one that gets married. So, you know, like those types of things I think is a great uh, a great experience for people that are, you know, um, about to get married or as well as the people that are going to come in and celebrate that. And um, all types of life transitions is always good. <laughs> it's so funny. I was at a wedding just a couple weeks ago, and they threw the bouquet, and the flower girl caught it. She was maybe six. <laughs> <laughs> and that's supposed to be the next person getting married. And you can see all these women with little faces were all like, oh, no. <laughs> we have to wait for her to get married first. <laughs> it's it a great cartoon of all these women's faces. but <laughs> <laughs> Right, I can imagine. <laughs> but I do think it would be a wonderful wedding gift to be able to give somebody a reading. And yeah, I think it's but, you know, a fabulous idea. And it's also a great gift for the bride to give to her right. maid of honor and bridesmaids. So right. they can absolutely. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful yeah. gift to be able to pass on, and I'd love to be able to post that and offer that you know, to our audience because I think it's so special and truly unique gift and something that really can help the heart and healing. Yes, and something that's in tune with and aligned with the life that you want to create for yourself, which is a happily ever after, that you would want to pass that baton on to others right. as well. So, yeah, I and I noticed that you know often when I do readings, they um, it's it's open for whatever wants to come through, and I, I always I always ex- open the energy to receive whatever is for the person's highest good that they're ready to receive at that moment, and it, it really does come through in such loving and embracing way, and um, it's it's not just in you know relationships. I mean, I I. I work with that, but I really feel that we have a relationship with everything, you know, and first and foremost with ourselves that we extend out to all areas of our life. And so oftentimes in readings, so much comes through, you know, um, in, in all areas of someone's life. And it's just, it's a beautiful embrace. That's really what it feels like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just fantastic. And then I see on your website 
you offer different types of readings. You have a twin flame beloved session. What a beautiful thing to do. You have <laughs> dream guidance readings, intuitive readings. And so what is the difference? And when somebody calls, do they know what to ask for? Or do you just instinctually say, this is the kind of reading I like to do for you because I think this is where you're at right now? Yeah, it really depends on each person. And um, I do have someone that, uh, actually someone recently, that you know sent me a message and said I had this dream, and um, she started sharing the dream. She's like, I'm not sure if I should have a dream guidance reading or um, one of your intuitive readings. And I was just feeling a lot coming through for her dream, but I also felt she need, there was more going to come through. So in that regard, it felt like she needed an intuitive reading. Um, but... A dream guidance reading is is um, it's just done by email, um, where where the other reading is is done by a phone. And and what a dream guidance reading is, but it can be also by a phone. The dream guidance reading, and it's um, oftentimes we do leave our bodies and communicate with each other in in dreams. You know, um, especially when we're sleeping because we're not. Uh, confined to our form, you know. And uh, so we often visit each other. We get messages from those that have passed on. Um, I have from my father, and um, we connect with our beloveds that way um, because we have such a connection that goes beyond any limitation, including our human body. So a lot of times the dream guidance reading is to to bring through what messages are coming through, particularly in dreams that, that someone's having. Um, the intuitive readings are more for whatever wants to come through in, in all areas of your life um, to come through. And, and how I do them is I like to just open up the energy and the field and let what wants to come through to come through before questions are presented. Because oftentimes what starts to come through is what the person wanted answered anyway. <laughs> um, that ha- happens almost all the time. And the the Beloved Sessions, Twin Flame Beloved Sessions, um, is really for those that have um, encountered their their either soulmate or twin flame and are going through the experience. And I I like, as what I said, uh, one thing I posted on on my main site, main homepage, is uh, Twin Flames Revealed, the True Love Story. And that really is talking about the whole experience of this connection bringing you into who you are so that you remember that. And so the sessions are really to go and delve into that, the experience of what's coming up, what patterns, what beliefs, what things are blocking you from getting and receiving the gifts of what this relationship and this love is so that you can be that in in the world. So it's done like a conversation, the sessions. It's really very intimate and and, uh, close. And, do you and I actually offer people to get packages. Those in their love, those that are looking for that twin flame or that soulmate and are hoping to manifest that or sound the bell from the lighthouse or the church bell that says I'm here <laughs> and, and now is the time. And Do you work yes. with those as well? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you hear the call, like I, I knew that, uh, you know, I was – going to meet someday this person before we met and so I already had that feeling um, and that knowing so oftentimes people have to start having dreams as well before that happens Um, and are just feeling like they like you said like want to open up that the energy to bring that through Um, yes and so we also 
we also share on that as well. There's so many dynamics. There's so many um, so many ways to to bring this through in the life experience. So yes, I also work with people who um, are feeling that before meeting and um, wanting to welcome that into their lives. That's great. And now, do you work by phone or by Skype? And do you work internationally? Because we have people listening to the show that are in Malta and South Africa and France and Germany. And oh, yes. And yeah. I missed your country. I'm sorry. I know you're all out there. <laughs> and so. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. I do them um, by phone. By um, I've done some people wanted to done by, like, chatting, like, email as well. Um, Skype I have as well. Um, I've done all around the world, too, myself. Like, I've had people from Ireland, um, actually, um, Afghanistan too, you know, like all over the, the world, um, I've encountered people, and I love that. I love when someone comes and says, "Oh, I'm in Australia," and it's like, "Oh, it's great, <laughs> it's great to, to connect with other other people in other countries." So, absolutely, that's fantastic. So, how does somebody find you and book a session with you? Um, the best way is on my website. It's risingupthelatteroflove.com. And there's a contact section on there that people can send me an email right right from the website. Um, and that would be the best way. And then we can uh, make arrangements for what works. Um, with, sometimes um, the, the packages I like to customize around what uh, people people need. You know, I always feel that if they're going to go the session route, that a package is good because one time you're really just sharing your story. And I'm really... I intend to bring people away from the story but into the love and then bring the story back upon the love. That's really what this is about. So it it takes more than more than an hour to really move through everything. Um, so I, I have customized packages, which are always good to talk about individually with people. Perfect. And now when you talk about the dream guidance, what happens when someone has a nightmare? Is a nightmare also... A guidance tool, and if somebody calls you and says, oh, my gosh, I woke up and I was panicked or I was hurt or I was frightened or I've never felt so lonely or so lost or so whatever, and then they share their dream with you or they send you, they email you their dream, is that also those messages trying to come through to us, that you're talking about this gentle love from the other side? Yes, absolutely. Um, I feel that when stuff like that comes through, I've never experienced anything in dreams myself or with those that have come to me that have really been about messages that um, are really nightmares. I mean, the nightmare gets our attention, <laughs> you know, um, and the feelings that it brings about, it gets our attention. And I think that's really what it's about. It's about getting our attention to look at something. Um, so I feel it's really... Um, bringing that emotion up and getting that attention to look at what the gift is and what the message is within it. Oftentimes when we experience in a dream someone dying, it really means there's a transition in someone's life. And and the other details of the dream often bring that up. Um, and if, if it does come through that there is a message about, you know, someone dying and that being a literal message, then there's always love with it. It's never... Um, it's never just in that vibration. It's always in wholeness. That's what I found when I give readings um, and I receive the insight from that, from the divine to give to someone. It's always in wholeness, just like um, we were talking about, you know, encountering your twin flame and um, loving the shadow or the dark parts of you into the light. 
what that really is is realizing that those shadow sides are are nothing to be afraid of. They're actually part of the oneness that you are. So it's the same thing, I think, with nightmares. Great answer. And I'm sure people are very relieved to hear that. People are now dancing around their living rooms or their bedrooms <laughs> or their kitchen or whatever they're listening to this show. Very excited and very elated. And then I wanted to ask you, I saw it says somewhere on your work that uh, why we are here, we are incarnated on this earth for allowing everyone to feel at peace on their own love beams. I love that. So tell me (laughs) about feeling at peace on your own love beam. Because I think that is such a wonderful way to even come towards the close of our show. Because just the idea of a love beam and a light and what that just initiates inside and sparks in, inside of being just even to say it or think it or feel it. Can you share? Yeah, yeah I, I think, you know, like the uh, course that I'm working on now, Ignite the Light of the Beloved is really your unique vibration of the love that you are. And um, as you uncover and discover that and allow yourself to be that love and to be loved by, you know, all that you come in contact with and all of your experiences, really because, you know, when we're in an experience and we look at it and shift it rather than um, it being a, a challenge or something that happened bad to us, we can see the gifts in that and therefore we're allowing that experience to love us. To bring, to bring us back to love. And um, I feel that when people allow that and they ignite the light of their beloved energy, which is the, the it is God, actually, being loved and being loved is that constant flow of, of love in and out. And so they become a light in the world and therefore they are a love beam, you know. And, and that's how I feel all things that are in resonance with their specific vibration of love is attracted to them, including their twin flame, including their partner, including the job they want, including anything that, um, you know, is in alignment with their vibration because they're shining it and they're allowing that light to be seen and and come outward um, and feeling it inward. So it it is, it's beautiful. I just see a vision of, um, I love Neil Donald Walsh's The Little Soul in the Sun book, (laughs) which I'd recommend. It's a children's book and it's an amazing book for adults. Beautiful messages in there. Um, there's an image in there where you see these lights, these these uh, humans in human form, all with a light, and yet you see all of their lights together. Um, and, and I really feel that's what we're meant to do here. We're meant to ignite the light of our unique um, soul song and, and to sing that in the world. And yet it is in harmony and in symphony with others as we allow that to come out and um, be heard. Boy, that's luscious. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all breathe. <laughs> I feel like we all have helium balloons. We have this entire audience floating right now. <laughs> that's good. That's what it's about, right? <laughs> Really exciting. That's great. And then you also are creating a workshop. Um, right. um, I am going to be doing course. Yeah, the online course. Yep. And I actually am going to be doing some speaking as well. I'm just putting some uh, 
some of those things together, too, to start uh, speaking at different places and so forth. So that's beginning, too. So a lot more in the spotlight that's coming out um, with various things that are, I guess I could say, uh, being um, downloaded into me <laughs> so that I can then uh, bring it into formation. Yeah, that's so wonderful. And then I have to ask, so are you still in love? Oh, always. <laughs> it just grows deeper and deeper and deeper. It's like every single time I, I see myself reflected and it's a, a piece that I haven't uh, felt I fully loved, I, you know, it's like, I I, I was just telling someone the other day, it's like uh, being pregnant, you know, it's like you have uh pains, birth pains, right, <laughs> or rebirth pains, maybe that's a good way to say it in this regard, and um, it's uh, it's a journey to to bring all of those pieces of, of you when something comes up and reflected from, from your beloved, you know, um, into a deeper love, but then it just, I, I find all the time that because I, I allow the process, even though it can be uncomfortable sometimes, um, it's it just makes me feel so much more love for who I am and for being in, in this earth, you know, and having this experience, and then for him to to bring me deeper into who I am, and and then I just want to create it and share it with with people in the world, which is what's happening with this book and you know the, the speaking and um, the course and everything that's that's happening. It's like my process is going into creation <laughs> for others, and it's beautiful. And what was it like for him? When you met. When what? When you connected. What was it like for him? Does he ever share? Oh, you know. Yeah, you know, that's a good question. Um, yeah, honestly, it was like uh, before I expressed anything fully, it was like I was hearing myself. <laughs> it, it was like I was hearing myself speak to him through his words. So, um, yeah, it's like, it's like a knowing, like a, a knowing he said, like, a knowing uh, of the soul beyond uh, understanding. Just, like, no other connection can um, go to the depths of how it feels when we, before we even really knew each other on the, uh, you know, human level or or the mind, you know, level to understand what we were experiencing. It was just like, I just, I know you beyond any way of knowing that I know you. That I do, and and I knew, um, you know, all the pieces of who he was, bef- you know, more than pro- maybe his mom. You know, um, it's uh, it's interesting. It's, it's kind of hard sometimes to put it into words of how so profound it is, um, but that's really what it feels like. It's just like a, a deep knowing of of the soul that, um, and it's, it's like also looking in the mirror at the same time. So you're not only knowing that you know this other person so deeply, but now you're seeing the fullness of yourself and experiencing it too. It's like looking in the mirror. (laughs) That's great. I remember once a very long time ago, someone told me a story about a hummingbird that was born in a blue jay's nest. And the hummingbird would fly up and down and backwards and forwards and up and down and backwards and forward. And the mama blue jay would say, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I wouldn't show people that if I were you, that you can do that. And it was so squelched inside. And that one day, the hummingbird met another hummingbird. And the very first thing it said was, did you have a blue jay mother? (laughs) (laughs) I never (laughs) forgot that story. (laughs) 
because when you talk about soulmates and you're saying, well, this, you know, I knew him even better than his own mother. <laughs> it's sort of that, recognizing this infinite energy and somebody's power and magical gifts that yeah, they've not been able to reveal or show to anybody else until you. So I know, and it's like you don't even need to do anything to reveal it. You know, it's like uh, you are, you are. You know, you, you like like we, like I think so often is the um, the I am right. You, you just are, and just by being, um, you're being seen. It's like, um, yeah, it's it's really like being transparent. You know, um, you can't hide anything because you are you are one. And so, it, as I was saying, like looking in the mirror, it's like when you're looking in the mirror yourself, you can't not see you. You know, you're you're there, and. Um, that's that's how it's like, you know. It's like there's nothing that needs to be even said or experienced, but there's just this. I, I see you. I completely see you. Well, I see you, Gabriella Harbell, <laughs> and I thank you so much for your magical gifts and your love and your symmetry and your openness and the connection to space and to the infinite and the beyond and love and lust and passion and all the things that you bring to this world. And for all those that are listening, I know that you are excited, you are thrilled, you are elated, you are overjoyed that Gabriella was with us today. You can find her on risinguptheladderoflove.com, risinguptheladderoflove.com, or GabriellaHartwell.com, correct? And I just overjoyed you were with us. So thank you so much. What a special thank way to share Sunday. And I so look forward to having you come over and do some intuitive reading parties. I would love it. Yeah, and thank you so much, Nicole, too. I see you as well, and, and uh, I see myself in you as well. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful to have this connection. I'm so glad that the universe brought us together in the divine way that it did. And I know there's no coincidences. All things happen for reasons. And so I'm sure we'll have many more excursions and, and intimate sharings together. Absolutely. I so look forward to it. And we look forward to having you back. So thank you so much for such a special, thank you. special day. Thank you. Wow. What a fabulous guest. Gabriella Hartwell, rising up the ladder of love.com. Find your twin flame. Find your soulmate, find yourself, find your happiness, find your love. We have exciting guests lined up for you through the summer, so look forward to seeing you next week or with Courtney Geigel. You're talking all about wedding bliss. And I wish you the happily ever after. This is Nicole Brandon with Hourglass Bride. Make all your dreams come true.